This is Laura Jean Fanella, singer and songwriter, and it's a beautiful day here in Portland, Oregon. I'm just sitting down in my studio here and going over a new song that I wrote, and it's called I'm in Heat, and I really, really like it a lot. It came to me very, very naturally, and I'm really, really proud of it. So it starts out, you want a salsa instead of have a conversation, which is one of those things where sometimes when you're with a man, he just wants to get right into it and then it gets too heated. I always have to draw the line and that's kind of cute because she's really liking what he's doing and she's he pulls her right in and she goes right into it in the chorus. I'm in heat, there's no way out. Can't get a word and it's too late for me because he's taken her just completely down to a very centrally romantic situation and then the next verse is I always end up walking away with no resolution in mind where she's been beat again to trying to take control of him when he tries to take her down which it's it's really kind of a cute fun playful song I start from square one back to the beginning again will this never end and I think sometimes when a woman um it sounds like that. Um, it can probably be sexy to the guy because shes he loves the fact that he can take her to that place and she's fighting and fighting and fighting. It reminds me of that cartoon I used to watch. Um, oh, no, the one with the skunk. He, he had like a French name or he would go, go after her. He was a cat and she was a skunk. <laughs> and he'd be like... All over to her, and she just didn't want anything to do with him. He'd even paint a white. Um... Oh, wait a minute. Maybe he was a skunk and she was the cat. <laughs> I think that's what it was, maybe. And um, so obviously, she's not going to want him because he smelled. And I got to get the name of that. But um, it. <laughs> It was so cute. It was probably one of my favorite ones um, growing up, cartoons. Skunk that, that loved the cat. Love the cat. Let me see what you, Oh, here it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was right. Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew. Oh, I'm so. Oh, yeah, he loved Penelope the Pussycat. <laughs> is best known as the often bewildered love interest of Looney Tunes. Skunk Pepe the Pew. Yes, but that was me, of course, growing up in the 60s. I was a little girl watching all these cartoons, and that one, that's probably where that came from. That sounds kind of funny, but um, <laughs> that's probably it. 
but so so that's where that is um and i think even at one point she was falling in love with him as much as he stunk but then um the next verse is a new scenario to the same circumstances i keep running away from looking away again that's definitely <laughs> penelope and then of course the chorus but um i really like this one i'm really happy i wrote it i'm kind of surprised this last few weeks i've really been able to write really well my brain's coming back i i've been having problems with spelling in my eyesight since this covid thing and my vaccination so um though i didn't get my uh, prescription filled from two years ago properly because it was the pandemic just hit really bad i couldn't go in in person the glasses were falling off and the person that was filling my prescription i think fibbed to me a bit because um the eye doctor didn't write it up now i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something that might help you in the long run a lot of a lot of insurances and i have a really good insurance i have blue cross but they don't cover progressive lenses so you're almost better going out on your own and going on the web and buying the whole thing you know it only spent about a hundred bucks and you can even spend less than that if you don't get all the bells and jiggles on the lenses that i got that i did but um when you go in there it'll have a prescription and you can do what you want with it you can go online get progressive you can get a single you can get like half of it and it helps you out when you fill it out online a little bit but um the guy was telling me you can't get this whole prescription the way the doctor wrote it out and i'm like what are you talking about he wouldn't do that well all i can do is give you a single now that was uh oh as far as it being covered that's not true he could have got me a bifocal which a bifocal gives you the full prescription it's just you have a line in between um what you're seeing and not seeing and even when you go online at these supposedly cheapest places they have single bifocal and progressive so don't let these people fool you that I, I don't know why actually it was pretty nasty what he was doing because um he could have gotten a little bit more money bifocal i think the bifocal is 35 and then the progressive well, at least online i'm sorry no i i take all this back the bifocal online was 35 and the progressive was um 49 um in the insurance the bifocal i don't know what it was oh gosh he probably kept the money <laughs> no no he didn't because it wasn't in the glasses but actually maybe he said he gave it to me though to the prescription and didn't because when you get the progressive and you go into these places um that aren't online oh those they'll charge you like an extra 200 and something dollars for the progressive lens and i'm not kidding you i think it was 75 for the single or something and but the progressive just goes up dramatically so with all that going on i got the single vision which meant i could only see far away well which didn't help me so much so when i got it and i got that and then it was giving me a headache because then when i tried to look close it was really contradicting itself so um i started to get my head was hurting and i started to feel sick so i couldn't use them anymore and plus they were falling off they were extremely loose and i've gotten glasses there before and they were never that loose he didn't even have to adjust them but um oh actually i did try on the uh frame though before him so let's give him that credit but yeah that was really not a good time so i was so happy to find out that i could just go online and have my prescription filled and you know they fill it cheaper at ochi and the the costs are so much cheaper so i just want to share that with you something that i had um no idea about um 
There's something else I learned this week that I wanted to share, and I thought, what a good learner. Oh, yes. Okay. No matter where you are in life, now I watched Jen LaForge, L-E-F-F-O-R-G-E, and she was talking about solo traveling, if I remember correctly, was maybe the title of her her video over at, um, well, she does a few solo traveling ones. But uh, a more recent one over at her channel on YouTube, I have a bunch of different subscription uh, channels that I subscribe to. Um, and I just love watching these women. They give me so much um, inspiration and knowledge and tips. And they're just wonderful. But uh, she had taught me, first of all, always make sure someone knows where you are. Now, she said when you're traveling, and now what I want to add to that is period, because I'm seeing now that um, I know people moving on around you when they feel you're in a vulnerable spot. It's sad that this is the way the world is, and I just always had felt that it was a rarity. I mean, it. I, I know it happens when you're in dangerous places, which is what she had said too. But um, the fact that if people think you're alone, period, that they will move in on you. And when I had my surgery, I know that's what happened to me because um, I could just feel, I could feel that situation, but not really bad. And I don't think I knew enough that people would really do that to someone that's alone that easily. And maybe even that often, if I can say that. And then when I went and got surgery again in 2017, even out here in Portland, Oregon, I could feel that surrounding me again, that I had to actually play, that I was not alone. And these are in medical, uh, medical uh, professional offices where I really learned something very, very important that they thought my son was there in the background, or at least watching me. And... I could see why the surgery went better than it would have. And there was still some questions there where I felt uncomfortable with some things and I could have been really badly hurt once again. But that was the place that I learned that the anesthesia box, uh, if that's what it's called, it could be oxygen, but that there's a box that they were actually had to have been anesthesia because that's where they took the mask up and put it on my face. But that, the noise, I could hear it clinking that day. And I, I turned around to tell him, tell the anesthesiologist, and he just thought that I was having um, anxiety over the fact of having anesthesia. And I think I was on my way out at that point, so I couldn't really tell him what I was going to tell him. And it wasn't like he did it really fast like I had it done in 1990 where they literally strapped me down. I had tears running from my eyes, put a mask over my face and gave me a needle at the same time. And I was gagging on the stuff. And then of course the worst of everything happened, but, but I learned from that noise and I, I didn't really get to get the words out to him. And um, I was grateful that I got in and out of that surgery well enough and grateful that they were kind enough and um, they were looking upon me as though I was more emotionally distressed and they were trying to treat me to that where they were kinder to me, which I appreciate all that. That wasn't really the fact of what was going on, but that's okay. I learned something. Unfortunately, I made it through another surgery, which I really 
don't like to have to go in by myself or even have to go through this again with all the problems I've had in medical facilities starting out when I was 17 and had an illegal abortion that I was literally physically forcefully taken down to. So I, um, I, I really want you to be careful to make sure that like, even if it's a coworker and you're talking to them on the phone and, and people hear you around there and they might look like the sweetest kindest of people, but you don't know really anybody well enough and what they're capable of unless you really know them extremely well and it's a friend of yours working at the hospital that day and they're right there uh, there with you the whole time make sure you make a phone call to um, like I said if you're not close to your family like I was a co-worker and say okay yeah I'm going in at this time oh okay you're on your way over good or you're gonna pick me up at this time are you gonna be here I preferably someone being right there with you I think is better but just so they know just the fact that my I was on the phone with my son really helped I'm sorry that's a motorcycle in the background um, and the other thing that I thought was really important that Jen said was the fact of don't use your don't don't be really um, noticeable using your GPS walking around and I never would have thought of that and I had been doing that since the pandemic where it's not as safe walking around out here in Portland for sure I, I was using my GPS to go return a phone that I was kind of a little scared to go to around the corner because it's not as many people or there hadn't been as many people out and I would just feel different um, different uh, activity kind of really moving in in and out around me pretty quickly which made me nervous but I noticed when I was looking at the GPS on the train and on my phone on the way over there I was drawing much more attention and not to the right people so I you know I felt annoyed and felt well you know it's this new uh, Portland area that I'm living in in Portland Oregon the non-safe one in it now but it, it's just the, the way it is everywhere and I just really appreciate that so keep that in mind too that's really important um, I'm working on another article for my medium about what I'm learning between the air garden that my son got me and how it's really adding to the nutrition of my life and um, the health benefits that I'm getting from it and I know right now it's really hard if you have to stay home and order food you're limited to your um, your choices when you go into the store now I'm seeing a lot of people are having that too the prices have gone up unbelievably if not doubled on some things that I buy which I'm shocked to but if you can't get organic which I'm finding I can't always do and I'm finding I have to just let a lot of things go in that at least if you're not getting processed food and you're trying to stay down on the preservative preservatives in the uh, food um, I think that that's really helpful still too and things that I am adding is like the the fresh herbs from my my arrow garden of course an arrow garden costs money but if you can get fresh herbs into your diet um, I'm finding that helps now I realize with the arrow garden if you can even if you get one of the smaller ones and you're just taking very small pieces of the herb throughout your week if you can every day a little bit is good but I try to get the pesto every day 
but um, that this is kind of making up for all that I'm not getting because there's no pesticides on these whatsoever where there's pesticides on organic food. And I'm finding that no matter uh, how much I try to get organic, it's not really doing a whole lot of world of difference because you're still getting the pesticides there. So that is something to take into consideration. And, um, oh, and the fats where the fats are such an issue and I, I, if, if inflammation is an issue for you, and I really suggest that we all really watch the fats and hopefully eventually they'll stop putting the dangerous ones on the market because if we know that sunflower oil and safflower oil granted high oleic sunflower oil has benefits, but still the way they're processed, canola is um, one that's very much burning to the body. And you might not feel it, but it's, it, I mean, I can feel it and tell you right off horribly, but um, it is still doing damage to your body. Now the sunflower oil really hits the gut health in the stomach by 50%, which is highly dangerous, which means you can come down with all these horrible diseases, chronic diseases out there. So uh, what is it, corn oil, all the fats, and, and I know olive oil and avocado oil, um, they're expensive. You can get like a Walmart brand, try to use less, I try to use a lot of uh, homemade broths as um, to keep your, your recipes moist. Um, but so organic doesn't always help you as well. Oh, the, the fats, I got lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, so the, the fats, so there's avocado, there's olive oil. Now coconut oil, I use a lot of that. That's really good too. I don't do a lot of frying though. I mean, I use my air fryer, so I know you have to watch the, that, that point, the cooking point to that. But um, I know this peanut oils, I don't mind, like when I make a, a pie crust, Nutiva makes this um, palm oil. It's like a red, it's, it's a different kind of palm oil. What is, I think it's a red deep palm oil. I, I, I agree with um, the health benefits to the palm oil in the Nutiva vegetable shortening. And I'll use half butter and half of that shortening when I make a pie crust because of course the other shortenings aren't that great. But there are other oils out there, and but they are more expensive, like I said. So I don't really know what to offer to that. Like I know corn oil is really reasonably priced. A lot of vegetable oils are. I really wish they processed something differently. And this is why we're all getting sick because those oils are processed so bad. And we need we need fats in our body. But the good fats are so expensive. It's been killing me really. And I had no clue whatsoever. So if there's any way, like what I'll do is I'll swap out something, give up one thing, like I've been giving up sugar. You don't know how much I want a bowl of ice cream. But then after a while, only because of all these things going on in my body, and I'm not a diabetic at all, I'm not even close to it, the the sugar can after, after a while make me just a little bit more tired. And I suppose I could, instead of relying on it every day for energy, 
um, just have it here and there. So that's not bad for me. But that's one thing that had been um, had been a problem. But but if if you can give up something, like let's say the sugar, like maybe there's a favorite ice cream you like that's four bucks, and you could spend the extra two or three dollars on a small bottle of olive oil at Walmart. Instead of you can spend two bucks on a really big thing of vegetable oil, and when you're cooking for a family, I mean maybe at a Christmas time it might be time to invest in an air fryer where you just use a lot less oil and just brush it on your food. And I mean your li- your life is an investment, so to that's how I look at it. I mean I don't definitely have money to throw around on things. So to get another little arrow garden to add to what I'm doing because I can feel my body getting so much stronger from uh, just these herbs alone. I don't want to give up the herbs ever um, to try other things. So I'm probably always going to have a little thing of at least herbs in there. But just just think of investing in yourself because the fats are really, really. I think number one is what's really killing us, and the pesticides. I'm sorry, the fats and the pesticides. I think are the worst. So I'm kind of working on that. Um, and what I'm really doing now, which I think I can kind of define um, when I'm making all these different recipes at LoriJeanFanellaInTheKitchen.blogspot.com is I'm taking regular recipes and I'm just altering them so that they're anti-inflammatory. And for me though, I mean I might not be counting something that's anti-inflammatory for you, but I, I and I'm still learning too. But that's what I'm trying to do. And if someone came and told me, well this particular item is anti-inflammatory as well, then I would certainly love to know and I would try to uh, adjust that as well. But I'm not as worried about like I said um Just a whole food in general, I think, is healthy. And if I can't get it organic, I mean, I do try to stay with um, you know, the animals that are. I, I try to look for like natural, natural meats when it says naturally processed. Um, grass-fed is good, but I mean, who can afford grass-fed today? All of us are kind of just struggling, and so that's what I've been doing. I've been just taking. Um, Recipes and just adjusting them. Whether it's coconut sugar, I don't. Um, I don't know what I feel about maple syrup. I feel better with honey. I see those little bees out there doing their thing, and I just feel safer with them than than maple syrup. It just seems too much sugar still, and I love the flavor, but sometimes it can be too strong. But that's just my feeling. But maple syrup is said to be very good too. Uh, what else do I do? I use coconut oil a lot. I love butter, but I try not to do a whole lot of butter. I just—it's a little bit heavy for me. It always has been since I died of um, convulsions as a baby, and I had a hard time digesting food. A whole lot of um, butter has never really agreed with me, or any kind of fats. And now I know where I was getting sick from really greasy foods um, that my family would try to keep away from me because they could see I was getting sick was because of the fats were so inflammatory to my body. Which is another question: How did I go into convulsions? Which I always say I feel my brother and I were drugged to um, the men that would come in the house and try to persuade my mom to have sex with them to keep her in the country, and she was so terrified to go back to Portugal because her uncle tied her to a chair and molested her there. So. Um, she just and I know what it's like to be taken down fragilely in your mind. It's very difficult, very difficult to fight. 
So um, I just have been having problems with the inflammatory oils uh, for a very long time. So, so I do try to uh, make a change and a difference and I'm still learning. So if any of these recipes can help you, please hop over there and um, I'm going to let you go and, and enjoy the rest of the song. I'm in heat and please try to stay safe and blessed. Lori Jean Finella, singer-songwriter. Circumstances I keep running away 